This is the Connector Podcast with your host, Connor Lynch. The Connector Podcast will bring you in-depth interviews with influential and inspirational makers, movers and shakers in our hyper-connected global world. This is the podcast for ambitious people who want to learn the secrets of success from experts and entrepreneurs in business, technology, marketing, social media, entertainment, and much more. Hi, this is Connor. I'm at Fujiscope in the Convention Centre in Dublin. This is brought to me by Dublin Business Innovation Centre. It's been a really great day. It's a beautiful day in Dublin. It's a shame to be inside, but uh, couldn't really leave, leave it here today. There were so many great talks and workshops. Uh, lots of interesting people talking about the, the future, the future business, future technology. And now there's a bit of a networking event happening. Um, I'm going to have a chat to some of the people here and bring you uh, some of their feedback on the day and some of the talks that I had uh, earlier on as well with some of the guest speakers. I uh, hope you enjoy and we'll talk to you again soon. So, um, Michael Colligan, CEO of Dublin Business Innovation Centre. And Futurescope here in the convention centre today, we had over um, 1,200 people. It's the second year off with Futurescope. Futurescope was concepted um, as a conference with the idea of connecting up Irish startup and scale-up companies with multinational organisations, ones based here in Ireland. The idea there being that there could be some deep engagement between those scale-up companies and uh, the multinationals. Um, and there will be ongoing connectivity, not just on the day, but afterwards over the following months. The day was organized in a manner that allowed for a combination of, let's say, insights on our main stage, and that were provided by big multinationals, international companies, and some of the scaling Irish companies. And those were snippets, I guess, of insights for people in the area of innovation and collaboration. But then we had a more detailed engagement in some of the offstage panels, so areas like the collaboration stage, where there was an opportunity to engage with the panel and ask Q&A. And then we had a number of very vertical, small room panels going all day. And this year around, of course, we had some new innovations or activities. We had the Pitch Ryanair. We had a One to Watch company and um, Pro Viram. And Connor Harkin were the winner of that. And that's certainly One to Watch in the medical device area. The sector that Ireland is doing extremely well in. With a small number of really, really, really good companies in that area. Excellent. So, um so, any particular highlights from yourself, personally, from people that you saw? So, I guess well, one of the things that's interesting, you know, there's a big focus today on the whole smart cities, IoT, Internet of Things, and we do certainly appear to be moving towards a critical mass in that area, and we're probably not quite there yet. And part of that is, I think it takes large organizations a period of time to change out existing systems and move to new systems. So, I think a lot of the building blocks are in place for Internet of Things, connectivity, we're seeing that now with um, new networks such as um, Sigfox and um, just a whole new range of innovations. There's always a question, I suppose, in terms of the time frame. The second main stage event today was Humans versus Machines, and that was a topic of conversation more certainly. It was many years ago, people spoke about the idea of a three-day working week um, with, uh, with automation coming, and that certainly hasn't happened. So the question now, I suppose, is will you know the robots in the future, um, you know, end up with societal issues in terms of um, job loss. And I think this time around, there is a reality. I mean, you look at one of our speakers today was um, uh, Good Travel Software, Peter Suter, and they have extremely innovative software for predictive um, uh, prediction of um, car and transport 
um, dynamic allocation of the requirements in that industry. In the United States of America, one of the maps they put up showed the number one job in about 80% of the states is a truck driver or two million truck drivers in the United States. The technology is there and it will come in time that cars and trucks will be autonomous. So there are challenges coming down and that was the topic of conversation certainly today. Absolutely, yeah, Peter, uh, no, Peter yeah. from, from NDRC, yeah. so that's yeah. a great mm. talk. Mm. So thank you so much, congratulations mm. to yourself and the team, um, fantastic success, and we're looking forward to next year. Yeah, Connor. listen, thanks, thanks very much, we're delighted. At Dublin Business Innovation Centre, our role in life is to empower entrepreneurs to start and scale businesses. We do that in a number of ways. We work obviously with companies with soft supports and investor-ready business planning. We run a seed fund, we run a business angel network, and we're in an enterprise space to gain a enterprise centre. Um, and then the final area, of course, is collaboration. And that's where Futurescope fits in. And hopefully, because of the other areas we're involved in, we're reasonably well placed to bring about something like Futurescope. So, look, we look forward to bringing it, making it happen next year again and um, all the feedback from the marketplace to make it better, hopefully. Yes, congratulations yeah. again. Thank you so much. Thank you, Michael. Connor, thank you very much for all this. My name is Louise McGowan. I'm here at Futurescope 2017. I was at it last year, so um, when the opportunity rose to get a new ticket, a fresh ticket this year, I jumped. Um, it's great to get some insights on how um, different businesses are moving forward with ideas and making ideas, making helping ideas come to fruition. Um, FinTech was really interesting, the way it's disrupting the banking technologies or traditional banking systems. Um, Peer-to-peer is massive right now and it's growing, it's all like consumer centric versus you know what we want to deliver the customers, which is what's happening, what was happening with traditional banks. And I also loved um, the big news story with her conference with um, Mark Little and John Collins and the guy from Newswire was there. Newswire, I think it's right. So, is any other uh, any other talks that you liked? Or any of the speakers that you thought were really, really interesting? I thought Mark Little was really interesting and honest game and. Um, It'll be interesting to see what he comes with the next. I know he's getting into feed and wants to get into something new. Um, so having been at Storyful, well, RT Storyful, he's got a lot of insights on what's happened in the traditional side of media and news and journalism and what's going to happen next. My name is Dylan Collins. Uh, amongst a few other things, I am the CEO of Super Awesome. Uh, we started Super Awesome about four years ago. Today it is known as the company whose technology powers the under 13 internet. Um, so our tech and products are used by hundreds of, of kids, brands and content owners uh, to make sure that all their engagements with kids around the world are completely safe and compliant. Excellent. And you've also um, had a number of other initiatives in the past. Maybe you want to summarize some of those? Was like Havoc, um, yeah, I mean, I, I suppose I've been involved with um, various tech companies over the last 10 years or so. Um, I guess the ones you would have heard of are Demonware, uh, which was the, the, the tech behind the multiplayer um, sector, uh, Jolt Online. Uh, I was on the board of Brandback Films. Um, Chairman of Potato, which is a big software services company in London that was just acquired by WPP, um, and I've probably been an investor in, in like about a dozen things that people haven't heard of. Yeah. Hi, I'm Emma Reid, and I'm a principal technical evangelist with Microsoft Ireland. 
and I'm speaking today at Futurescope about Microsoft's view on trends in the space of IoT and that's gleaned from experiences that we get from uh, organisations that we're working with here in Ireland and abroad and obviously you know from uh, the likes of Gartner and IDC in terms of what they see as uh, you know trends that are in, in the market and in this space. So what is uh, IoT for people that mightn't be familiar with it? IoT is uh, the Internet of Things which is all about connecting up things like sensors, devices, um, business assets, anything from a Fitbit that you could wear today or a smartwatch that you know can gather information about you or about your surroundings um, and basically taking that information, uh, processing and analysing it to get some insights and then performing an action on the data that it picks up and the insights that it gleans. So it could be something like a healthcare scenario where you've got a Fitbit monitoring your heart rate, if it notices the trend of your, your heart rate increasing for prolonged periods of time, that might take an action to contact your GP or something like that. You know, that's the kind of okay. scenarios that we're looking at. Great. And is there um, much application in for, say, smaller businesses, SMEs, or is it just larger companies that you're working with? No, absolutely. What we're seeing, so I work with the developer experience team here in Ireland, which is focused on working with um, independent software vendors, uh, small to medium-sized enterprises and startups. And I suppose one of the, the trends or the learnings that we've seen is that IoT solutions are quite complex. So what we're seeing is a huge proliferation of partners and partner ecosystems. You know, startups that are developing uh, firmware, software, hardware to address these kind of complex challenges that yeah. IoT brings up. So there's huge opportunities for small and medium-sized businesses and we're very keen that Ireland become an incubation point for that. And the scenario that I spoke to today, which is uh, Croke Park, is a good example of that where uh, the GAA, Croke Park, DCU, Intel and ourselves came together to develop a really comprehensive solution for a smart stadium. But we're working with small IoT-focused um, startups and entrepreneurs and you know we want to make sure that yeah. people continue to do, to do that. Excellent. So um, if people want to get in touch with you and uh, learn more about what Microsoft have to offer. Absolutely you can contact me at emma.read or eid at microsoft.com or um, go to uh, Twitter look for Microsoft Ireland on Twitter or Transponstergirl which is my Twitter handle. How do you spell that? <laughs> T-R-A-N-S-P-O-N-S-T-E-R-G-R-L. Excellent. <laughs> Lovely talking to you. Thank you so much. No problem. Thanks Thank a million, Connor. Cheers. Bye. What's your name and your company? Yeah, so my name is Will Ferguson and I'm one of the founders of VT. VT is the Sigfox network operator in Ireland. So we operate Ireland's first dedicated IoT network covering the entire country. It's specifically designed to connect object sensors and things that need to send very small data packets back to the cloud. So, um, it's very similar to a mobile phone network, but it's not for phones. So we've got our antennas all over Ireland on RTE's infrastructure, and they're listening for devices that have a radio module that send packets of information. We collect that information, we gather it, we send it to the cloud, and we push it to our customers. Okay. So what, um, what say would be a typical customer and what would they be doing? Yeah, so in Ireland we already have over 100,000 sensors connected to the network and there's a, such a wide array of customers. Uh, insurance companies, uh, is that's a big vertical for us. IoT is going to change how insurance operates. So to give you an example, we're working with Ireland and Europe's biggest insurance company and they're going to offer IoT solutions to their home and uh, car insurance customers. And that gives them a couple of uh, a couple of value adds. First of all, they get a new revenue stream from selling an IoT device. But more importantly, they reduce their risk. So they can reduce their underwriting costs by someone having, say, a smart smoke alarm in a house 
uh, the insurance company now knows that the alarm is connected because a heartbeat sent every day. If the alarm goes off as well, it's now digitalized. Um, it's also increasing brand uh, recognition. So you as a consumer um, of insurance, you probably ring your insurance company once a year to renew your policy, whereas now you're interacting with their brand on a daily basis. So you're now seeing um, your insurance company is not just an insurer, but an insurer is protector, which is really powerful. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, so, is there any uh, kind of maybe uh, any advice for small businesses out there, SMEs that are you know kind of just heard about the iPad IoT and not quite sure what yeah. it's going to have an impact on them? Well, IoT. To be honest, if you're making any kind of device and you're not thinking about connecting it, connecting that device to the cloud in some way, you're going to be out of business in the next ten years. So you need to look forward and say, okay, how can I connect the device? How can I add value? It's also a new stream of revenue because everyone's looking at reoccurring services. So when you sell a device, it's much better to not just sell a device and make an upfront payment, but actually have an ongoing revenue source. And the data you're collecting from your devices is actually quite valuable to companies. So you can sell it on. And it's all about IoT. It's not just it's not, it's not just one revolution. It's a revolution in data analytics and in AI. It's all going to happen together. They all need to be aligned. So there's no point in collecting all this data unless you're going to do something that drives value for either companies or for the end user. Mm. Now, if I wanted to learn more about you know AI and uh, and IoT, is there any kind of good books or websites to follow? Yeah, if you come on to our own website, it's actually really good. So we do we do a lot of case studies. So most people think, okay, this this IoT thing, it's so abstract. Yeah. But what we do is we break it down into real cases, so real companies doing real deployments of uh, products that are connected to the cloud and how they're actually creating value for the end customer. So if you go on there, you see a range of cases, and you can get in touch. Us as well. There's lots of information. What's the URL? Uh, it's uh, vt-iot.com. So thank you so much for your time. It's been great talking to you. Um, I'm Zaira Rivera. Um, I work in Smart Dublin, uh, which is an initiative of the four local authorities of Dublin to engage with smart technology uh, researchers, businesses, citizens, etc., to solve city challenges and improve city life in general. We launched the project about a year ago, and we. We've been working in different initiatives, for example, for example, the cycling challenge, uh, where we were uh, looking for solutions to improve cycling in the city. And that project, which is uh, in partnership with Enterprise Ireland, is uh, kind of uh, finishing up the second phase at the moment. And we've launched uh, three new projects just last week. And we are looking now for solutions to wayfinding, illegal dumping, and gully management. So yeah, we they are uh, the three challenges that are on our website, and we are looking for companies to come to us and give us uh, solutions to solve those challenges. Yeah, is it possible for an individual to enter, or just companies? It's open to anybody that has ideas and, and has a commercial focus, and all the details are on our website, smartdublin.ie. Excellent. So thank you so much for talking to us. You have been listening to the Connector Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the show and for more in-depth interviews with influential and inspirational makers, movers and shakers, go to podcast.connector.ie. If you like this Connector podcast, please share the love and tell all your friends about it. Leave a review or rating and please don't forget to subscribe. the
team at Connector Podcast. Bye.